financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, stay tuned because later on in the show, we're going to have a special offer for you, so don't change that channel. Now, today, we're going to talk about millennials and money. More so, no laugh yet, Tony, more so, how can you help millennials in your life make smarter money decisions well that's going to be a great topic and one that is timely because everybody's talking about millennials in one way or the other and we all if you're not a millennial yourself you probably know one or have a loved one who's a millennial so uh, i'm interested in talking about this because i know they face different financial uh, obstacles out there and my son is right on the edge of that millennial generation he's 18 but uh, he really is a part of that because he's in college and facing a lot of those issues. So I'm interested in hearing your take on this, Eric. But before we get into all that, how have you been? How's Eric Cheek doing? Very, very good. Uh, getting ready. Uh, you know, there's only a few more days of Christmas shopping, but I've been out there battling it, putting up the good fight, getting ready for Christmas. Decorations are up. House is looking good. Uh, I've gone to my heavy clothes uh, in anticipation of all the eating that's going to occur. So I'm awesome. How about yourself? Yeah. Heavy clothes, though. Uh, I don't have to go to them. They're a way of life for me. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't want yeah, to say the holidays. That. Yep. Uh, the holidays. God bless them. Well, um, Eric, uh, yeah, I'm kind of trying to think of that same thing. I love spending time. I love this time of year because I love spending time with my family. But it does get a little hectic. And I know some people out there get stressed this time of year. And I know, Eric, that your clients don't have to stress about finances because they have a plan in place mm -hmm. and they're utilizing strategies. So they don't have to worry about what the market did today or what's going on with Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I appreciate you for that very reason. And today is no different. Thanks for having me on the show. You bet. This should be an interesting topic. I mean, millennials... Uh, they kind of get a, people like to give millennials a hard time. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is going to be interesting. Why do you think millennials might be in need of financial advice, Eric? Well, besides the obvious, uh, millennials, I, I agree, yeah. they're a fascinating generation. Uh, their effects on the global economy are already very prevalent. Uh, they've grown up 
in a unique time when technology has made some of its greatest leaps. Uh, many of them can recall a time before everyone had a cell phone, yet are the same people that cannot live without said devices today. Ever seen mm -hmm. a millennial without a cell phone? No. Um, no. Uh, millennials have lived through a period of vast technological and economical changes that will last for a very long time. Yeah. Well, and that's a good point. Uh, you, you make a great point, especially about technology, cell phones. Um, but I guess we should start with a definition. What is the technical definition of a millennial? Who are the millennials? Well, the consensus among various sources, including uh, Pew Research, is that millennials are those Americans born between 1981 and 1997. So uh, my two children, my two adult children, 23 and, and 24 year olds, uh, were born in that period there. So they are indeed millennials and they fit the technical description. But uh, a, a quick browse on the internet, it's going to show you that you know, time periods aside, many people have stereotypes about what comprises a millennial. Typically, they talk about characteristics. Uh, for example, they might have overwhelming student loan debt. Uh, they may uh, suffer from me meager uh, or diminished wage growth, uh, underemployment. They're not fully employed to where their skill set uh, would allow them. Uh, on a personal note, they can be described as lazy, narcissistic, coddled, prone to discontent, to jobs, etc. cetera. Uh, now, that's just some of the, the, the jabs that have been taken. But check this out, Tony. Despite that, there are 92 million millennials. It makes it the largest generation in America. We thought us baby boomers were it, but we're only about 76 million, so they've got us beat. Uh, it seems that no other generation has been more openly criticized, praised, and misunderstood. Now, while they may be one of the largest generations in history, their spending power at age 25 is vastly different than it was for the average baby boomer. Mm. Well, that's interesting. And, you know, my son was born in 1999, so technically he's a couple of years outside that definition, but I really think he fits into uh, this category more than any other. Uh, and some of those statistics, though, are, are crazy. Mm -hmm. um, the 92 million millennials, uh, it is the largest generation, and that's interesting. But, you know, when you say it's, it's different, why do you think that's the case? Well, before I get to that, uh, here, here's, here's how my son has made the point of uh, the millennials uh, and how much power they're soon to, uh, to have. Uh, a couple of years ago, he got me a T-shirt that said, be kind to your children for they decide the nursing home you're going to reside in. Uh, <laughs> so, Too true. You know, Too they just true. say, I've heard things like, you know, yeah, just wait till we're in charge. Uh, so you better be nice to us, you uh, you baby right. boomers. But uh, anyway, yeah, so just think about the purchasing power for one thing. But, you know, there's all kinds of factors uh, in previous generations that didn't have to deal with uh, to the same extent that to the same extent that uh, millennials uh, have to deal with. But, you know, perhaps the answer is millennials are faced with financial challenges that aren't simply overcome 
by wise budgeting choices, you know, take student loans, for example. Uh, According to MarketWatch and Business Insider, America's student loan debt grows $2,726 every second. That's more than $1.3 trillion in uh, student loan debt. And this number just keeps getting higher. To put things into perspective on how much it has changed for millennials, student loans were at $200 billion at the beginning of the century. Now, a little over 15 years later, we have seen student loan debt grow over six times. Now, part of that debt, I'm sure, is just the, the vast numbers of millennials that are applying for student loans. So you've got that factor there. But... Uh, that's a that's an amazing statistic and you know to make matters worse this generation hasn't been purchasing large ticket items like property uh, due to not only crippling debt but also anemic wage growth uh, home ownership among millennials is at an unimpressive 38 percent while their wages likely play a role in that uh, according to the economic policy institute Millennials are seeing stagnant wages and earning the same average of $17 an hour that generations 30 years ago saw. So it doesn't help that the price of these big ticket items like cars and homes have increased exponentially. Uh, Another interesting thing to note about millennials is that their social choices are vastly different from those of the boomer area. Now for past generations, it was normal that by the age of 25, you might be married, own a home, have a kid, or maybe two already. Uh, Millennials, by the way, don't have children. They download, uh, (laughs) is what I've been told. They download children. Uh, Now, today's typical 25-year-old seems to be single, oftentimes still living with their parents and working some sort of menial job while in the pursuit of higher levels of education. For the most part, it seems millennials are postponing some of the important life milestones that generations before them did not delay. Now, perhaps it's done for financial reasons. Well, I'm sure it is. I mean, obviously, that's a great point. People used to get married and own a home and start having children at a much earlier age. And I've noticed that with uh, the 20-somethings, even into the 30s, uh, people are just waiting longer yep. to do those things. And I'm sure a lot of it's financial. And then before that, I've got to go back. I mean, that uh, the Business Insider, Market Watch and Business Insider, uh, the student loan debt is growing right now, I think you said, at $2,700 every second. Yeah, that's amazing. That, that, is, that statistic is staggering. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of this paints a pretty bleak picture, Eric, of the economic woes that millennials face, right? Well, it's different. Um, I'll tell you that that uh, some of them don't think that. Uh, I right. know that not every millennial drives, for example. They use different forms of transportation and and so their, their purchasing has changed as well. But I can just use myself as an example. Uh, you know, typically for people in our generation, when you got out of high school, uh, if you went uh, to college, uh, on average, it took about four and a half years to graduate. Now the graduation cycle takes about six years on average for someone to graduate from college. And so what that does is, is uh, 
is it puts people into the workforce later in life, in their late 20s instead of in their early 20s. For someone like me, I went into the military as soon as I uh, got out of high school. So I was uh, a wage earner, so to speak, uh, at 18 years old and above, and then went to school after I got out. But, um, you know, I've been in the workforce longer and entered the workforce at a much younger ages age than, uh, than millennials do typically. Uh, so they enter the workforce later uh, in their late 20s, usually because they've gone to school, taken more time to complete school, piled up more debt while going to school than they enter the workforce later. So those are definitely some headwinds they have to face. Um, so let's see what else, uh, you know, and depending on how you look at it, there are some pros and cons to being a millennial. I mean, just look at the information that they have right at their fingertips with the help of technology between smartphones, social media, the internet, they can access anything they need virtually instantaneously. Uh, they can even automate so much of their financial lives with tools like online banking, uh, on the flip side, they're also facing uh, seemingly insurmountable student loan debt. Uh, they'll likely live longer than many generations prior and aren't necessarily making enough in wages to make up for everything that's stacked against them. Yeah, well, good point. I, I mean, those are all great points. It makes sense. Now, Eric, unfortunately, we're almost out of time for this first segment. Do you have anything you want to share with us before we take a quick break here? Well, I would like to encourage those listening, whether yourself or uh, a millennial, an older person, a millennial, if you know millennials, whether they're children, grandchildren, family, friends, et cetera, you know, to make smart money decisions. And because the decisions they make today will dramatically affect their financial life in the long run. So uh, I would just be advised on that and, and find someone that can help you. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to talk more about smart money decisions for millennials when we come back from the break. And to learn more about me for my millennial listeners, visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. For you older folks, just pick up the phone and call at 775-674-2222. I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. All right. Well, thanks, Eric. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners here on Financially Tuned. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. Now the title of the show is, Are the Millennials in Your Life Financially Wise? Now in the first segment of the show, we talked about different challenges that millennials face, including high student loan debt, stagnant wages, less buying power than previous generations, uh, coupled with other economic factors like high life expectancy, uh, perhaps the likely decline of social security benefits and the rise of the average retirement age. 
millennials should be taking the right steps for their retirement and the health of their financial lives as soon as possible. And to that end, I will tell you that if you start your financial life earlier, you have much more years to reap the rewards of it. So I would encourage our millennial listeners that if you have not developed a plan to start saving for retirement, give me a call, reach out to me on my website, set up a time we can get together and we can get you started on that journey of your financial life. Well, and that's so important. The earlier you start, the better it is. In fact, do you have some tips uh, along those lines that you would recommend for millennials or maybe for those who have loved ones that are millennials that they can take back and share with them? Yeah, just, you know, the obvious one is is uh, at the younger age, if you start saving as early as possible, it's definitely, here, here's two things that happen. You develop good habits and you don't need to set as much aside at younger ages because you have time and the effect of gains and all these things that work in your favor. And that's an obvious tip, but you'd be amazed at the amount of people I work with uh, which uh, they fail to start saving in their younger years. Then they wind up in my office searching for any way they can catch up in their later years before they get into retirement. So it's so much better to start early and let the power of compounding interest work in your favor. Why not start early and let your dollars grow over time? Waiting until you're older only means that you've lost a lot of prime years for earning compounded interest and the potential that it brings. Good point. Uh, obviously, compounding interest is huge and that's what we all want. It's a huge help and that's how we really grow our money, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, make your money grow and uh, make your debt shrink. You don't want compounding yeah. interest to work in a negative way on debt that you do not pay off. You want it to work in your favor with assets you set aside Sure. That they receive compounding interest on the growth side. But we can uh, take an example of just a couple people who start saving at different times to make my point. We'll say Josh and Jamie, two really good common millennial names. Josh is 35 and he just starts to start saving. Meanwhile, Jamie started saving at 25. Let's say that Jamie decides to invest the exact same amount as Josh. She simply started 10 years earlier she would ultimately contribute about 33% more than Josh over the duration of her career, except at the end of her career, she has a very big bonus. Jamie's, Jamie's savings would put her at almost twice as much as Josh at the end of the day, all because she decided to get an early start and take advantage of compounding interest. Yeah, that's huge. It's clear that it's always best to start saving early. Um, but wouldn't you agree that it can be hard to prioritize retirement and savings when you're young and you, you want to spend money on other things? Sure. I I'm mean, not going to uh, name names on those. You're not going to name names. Yeah. You're Pizza, not going to name cars, girls, mic microbreweries. I love that. Microbreweries. I, yeah. I love that one. Whoever heard of a microbrewery when I was a kid, it was, yeah. you know, just you know, Coors or whatever. <laughs> there were micro, yeah, there was a micro. 
<laughs> cans, you know, red cans, green cans, yeah. yellow. Yeah. Can, that was it. Microbreweries, yeah, microbreweries, <laughs> uh, all that good stuff. Um, anyway, I don't want to get off on buggies. a tangent. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I think it ties into my next tip, which is always live well below your means. So when it comes to your personal finances. It's so important to always live within your means. Doing so can help prevent you from falling into debt. I think that many millennials are attracted to the urban living scene, which oftentimes means higher costs of living and whatnot. Uh, I'm not saying you can't live in a thriving metropolis. We have an area here in uh, Reno that is very heavy with uh, millennials. It's where they all want to be. It's in the midtown section of, of Reno. And, um, it, it, uh, you know, they like it. They like the ability to walk to different microbreweries and restaurants and, and whatnot. Um, therefore they don't need a new car, but you always have the other folks that are buying a new car anytime they can. Uh, but just be wary on how much you're spending and don't kid up you know, get all caught up on appearances and trying to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, believe me, I've done that a couple times and there's always someone that has a better watch or a better car or whatever it is. There's always someone that has one that's better. Uh, after all, no one expects you to have nice brand new things when you're young and starting to live life on your own. You know, it takes time to get out of student loans and other debt before you can really start building up your financial life. So in the meantime, focus on what you can afford and what you're comfortable with. Unfortunately, our time is up for this segment. We have to take another quick break here, Eric. Is there anything else you'd like to comment on or share before we take this? Sure. You know, my goals, Tony, they're always the same, which is to help clients accomplish their income goals, set them up with the tools, the accounts to help them succeed in reaching the retirement of their dreams, regardless of what phase of life they're in. So if you or someone you know would like help with this process, feel free to visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office to learn more about what we offer. All right. Sounds like a, a great plan. What's the phone number our listeners can call? And I know you're offering a complimentary consultation, no cost, no obligation. Mm -hmm. What's the number they call to set that up? Uh, 775-674-2222. We always have coffee, tea, water, make you comfortable, spend an hour or so talking about your finances and go from there. All right, Eric, that sounds great. Listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Eric Cheek here on Financially Tuned. You've worked hard over the years to accumulate wealth. You'll probably find it comforting to know that after your death, the assets you leave behind can continue to be a source of support for your family and the causes that are important to you. To ensure your legacy reaches your heirs as you intend, you must make the proper arrangements now. Call Nevada Retirement Planners to find out how your retirement savings plans can be structured to help increase the value of your estate and create a legacy that your family can benefit from. At Nevada Retirement Planners, our team can help you potentially protect your legacy for loved ones, provide benefits for charities while avoiding excessive tax burdens. Call Nevada Retirement Planners at 775 674 
888-242-2222 for all your estate planning needs. And just for calling, we'll provide you with a complimentary Legacy Maximizer report, which will illustrate how you can leverage your existing assets to potentially maximize your legacy. Visit us at nvretirementplanners.com. And welcome back to our last segment for this show of our Millennials in Your Life Financially Wise. Now, we've been discussing the different financial challenges that millennials face and also some tips to help them get their finances on the right track, including start saving as early as possible and taking advantage of compounding interest, living within their means, taking advantage of employer-sponsored retirement account matches. And those are just a few that we started with today. All right. Well, yeah, you've uh, covered a lot of ground so far, Eric, and it really is important to understand the different financial obstacles millennials are facing. Um, and you mentioned that millennials might not be saving enough for retirement. Uh, go into that a little bit more. You bet. Yeah, you know, according to Wells Fargo's Investment Institute, roughly 41% of Americans age 17 to 35 haven't started saving for retirement. Now, many people attribute this startling statistic to the fact that many young workers don't have much uh, for disposable income. I've heard others gripe about it, uh, saying that it's because they were raised differently or are less motivated to save. The me now generation, uh, I've heard that said that uh, millennials are more inclined to uh, do things that give them gratification instantly is to something that uh, might postpone that. But, uh, you know, I think there's other factors that go into it. But like, uh, you know, the fact that many millennials are burdened with uh, too many monthly payments, uh, car, home, loans, student loans, that they simply aren't able to squirrel away money for retirement. I think another issue is a lack of financial education that millennials receive. Uh, I've met with several millennials that struggle with debt repayment, managing bills, credit cards, and they get a little overwhelmed by it all. Uh, and you'd think by now our society would have general education classes on finances in high school or college, but I think generally it's a topic that people feel uncomfortable uh, discussing. I can tell you from personal experience, Tony, I did not have a credit card until I was in my 30s married with children. And the first credit card I ever got was uh, a gas card. So wow. I could just, uh, yeah, you know, it just, I paid for everything as we went, including my home. Uh, I never had credit beyond my mortgage uh, and, and never thought that the use of a credit card would help me in any way um, until I was quite a bit older. Um, now, you know, millennials get credit cards uh, when they're in college and uh, they use the money to pay for living expenses with really no wages to pay it back. So, you know, I think part of it is they've been given horrible advice on how to handle their finances. So um, this show is just a small little way of trying to give them some tools they may not have uh, currently. Now, these have been great tips, Eric, but unfortunately, we're completely out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh, why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you and get that complimentary consultation and get started on a plan today? Well, you know, I'm hoping that uh, our listeners got something out of the show today, obviously, and have a better idea of not 
uh, only the struggles that millennials deal with financially, but also uh, how they can help to overcome them. Uh, and there's so many factors uh, working against millennials. I really think they need to get good financial advice early on in their lives and then plan accordingly. So any of our listeners have millennials or there are millennials themselves listening and you're overwhelmed with the amount of planning and calculations that accompany these aspects of retirement and savings, please feel free to reach out to us and we'd be happy to work with you. Uh, and I think with the help of the right financial services professional, you can create strategies that'll help your finances and retirement income and create plans that you can stay on course with. So if you have any questions about today's short comments, please do not hesitate to contact me. Set up a complimentary consultation. All you have to do is call 775-674-2222. I'm happy to help. Also jump on my website at nvretirementplanners.com and schedule a consultation that way as well. All right. Sounds great, Eric. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 